thank you for the last time we met last year, 31st. You've kept us throughout the journey of 2023, and we're in the 10th month. Father, we stand here to say thank you. Thank you for your mercy. Your mercy has kept us. Your grace has sustained us. In the midst of it all, you still remain faithful in our lives. Tonight, we are here to be taught. We are here to be inspired. We are here to be instructed. We are here to be impacted. Let all this, oh God, not elude us. In Jesus' mighty name, somebody shout amen. Please be seated. So we're talking about born to reign. So today is part two. Part two, we are going to talk about supernatural keys of reigning. And our foundational scripture is 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse number says, and now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Through us diffuses the knowledge, the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. You will triumph and you are triumphing. And you are triumphant. <laughs> Hallelujah. So tonight we want to talk about the supernatural keys of reigning. Number one, the armor of God. The armor of God. Ephesians 6, chapter, chapter 6, verse 10. We'll go to somewhere 17. It says that finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. 11 says that put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the walls of the devil. Can you give us the NLT please? Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand fair against all strategies of the devil. Meaning that the devil has what? Strategies. 
So if we do not have counter strategy, we cannot win. So he's saying that we should put on. That when we put on, we will be able. Meaning that the enablement to stand against the strategies of the devil is in our obedience in put on the armor of God. So when we refuse to put on the armor of God, what will happen? We will not be able to stand against the strategies of the devil. Someone who asks, okay, God says you put on the armor of God on, so then I put it on today. Do I have to put it on again tomorrow? Do you have to do that next week? Next month? How often should I do it? Or when I put it on, does it get off me? That I have to carry it and put it on again? Don't worry, I'll answer that. Verse 12. Then it says that for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. When you look at verse 12, you can see that this is a devil that is well organized. We must, we must not just read about the powers we are contending against or we are wrestling against, but we must also see something that is not directly mentioned. We can see an organized what? Devil. An organized demonic kingdom. An organized what? Demonic kingdom. Organized in what? In rank. Chain of what? Authority. So if Satan has his kingdom organized and we cannot have our kingdom organized, we just want this to be done anyhow. I'm sorry to say you are less than Satan. Satan is more superior and more intelligent than you. I'm not the one saying it. No, because I, couldn't, I can't understand why you born again with the Holy Ghost, you cannot be organized. And the devil without the Holy Ghost is organized. So where do I place you? Hello? Prophet Kofi Odro say, when you speak the truth, they, they come against you. So even when you are praying without microphone, they say your, your, your prayer is louder than a drinking spot that is making noise. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yes. So church, we must look at this thing. That's why in a church, like LCCI, there's what? Organization. There's organization. There is, there is chain of what? Authority. Things are not just done just anyhow because we are not in a banana church. Are you with me? Yes. 
We are not in a banana church. Today I was listening to how do you Papa and then I, I think that was the first time hearing something like that since I've been listening to him uh, from 2004. I think it's the first time where he entered into the church and he called the engineer and he said that who put on these air conditions? Did you check it? Did you check the blades? You just put it on and then you are move, moving. I'm surprised that you don't want to use your brain. Yeah. I can play the message to you for you to listen. And it was recorded. Recorded for her to, to hear. So he, he addressed that issue after addressing that he started preaching. like African culture, African this, African that. No. We have just refused to use our brains for what? Excellence. So if you want to reign, hmm. let me show you a scripture. I see First Corinthians 4 verse 3 or so. Look for it for me. Not this. I'm coming. I'll look for it. I'll show you something. Second Corinthians chapter ten, verse four. We will come back to Ephesians. Right, verse 12, right? No, verse 4. Okay, beautiful. Watch. For the weapons of our warfare are not what? Carnal. So this suggests what we are reading in Ephesians that we are not wrestling against flesh and what's blood. Is that what it? But mighty in God for pulling down what strongholds, casting down. Pay attention here, casting down in arguments. Give us the original King James. That's what. <laughs> I memorized that one. <laughs> Beautiful. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now verse 6. And be in readiness to avenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. 
So you can only avenge disobedience when you are obedient. So if you are not obedient, then you are avenging yourself. <laughs> can you, can you, can, uh, this is not what you came to hear. You will hear it. After you have become fully obedient, after you have become fully obedient, you will punish everyone who remains disobedient. Yes. Have you not heard what moral right you have to tell what you are saying? Have you not heard it before? That's what they are quoting. After you have become fully obedient, we will punish everyone who remains what? Disobedient. So you do not respect ranks, yet you want to be respected. You don't honor ranks. You want to be, you want to be honored. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. So that is why you stand and you want to fight demonic kingdoms and nothing happens. And they send you to go and do deliverance. You are not able to do You are afraid because you are so full of disobedience that no demon can obey you. Yeah. No demon can obey you. Go, go to Luke chapter 7. The same scripture is in, is in Matthew 8, but let's go to Luke 7. I want to show you something. Luke 7. And a certain beautiful. Now he concluded all his sayings in the hearing of the people. He entered the world Capernaum. And a certain centurion servant who was dear to him was sick and ready to die. So when he heard about Jesus, he sent elders of the Jews to him, plead with him to come and heal his servant. And when they came to Jesus, they begged him earnestly, saying that the one for whom he should do this was deserving. For he loves our nation and has built us what? A synagogue. Then Jesus went with them. And when he was already not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself. For I am, a, I am not worthy that you should what? Enter under my roof. Therefore, have you jumped? Okay. Therefore, I did not even think myself worthy to come to you. But say the word, and my servant will be healed. Now watch. For I also am a man placed under authority. I am a man placed under what? Authority. Having soldiers under me. And I say to one, so he has authority over people. At the same time, he's also what? Under authority. So the soldiers are able to obey him because he also obeys authority. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. That is why God has called me to start a church. Just still, there is a chairman of the church that is higher than me that I report to. Yes. With all due respect, I can come to you and say, I don't want you to be a chairman again. And not to be it. It's over. Yes. It's over. And he can't take him to court. Yes. But I would be doing that at my own detriment. Yes. Last meeting we had, there were things I sent to the meeting that I want to do. What I sent, they shut it or they shut it down. They said we don't agree. I said, yes, sir. Yeah. And I've not done it. They said this one we agree, go and do it. I said, yes, sir. 
when God was calling, were they there? Eh? Did they hear the calling with me? No. No. But authority must be what? Respected. So he said, I am a man under authority. Having soldiers under me, I say to one, go. And he goes. And to another, come. And he comes. And to my servant, do this and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he marveled at him and turned around and said to the crowd that followed him, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even Israel. Yeah. Not even Israel. So sometimes we don't see things working for in a certain way because we have broken authority so much that no authority can obey. Yes. No authority can obey anything. So learn from Satan. If you cannot learn from the Holy Ghost, learn from the Satan that the way he has organized his kingdom, place everything under authority and must also be organized so that the demonic kingdoms can what? Respect me. Yes. They can respect me. He said, you are a man under authority. The same way I'm also what? Under authority. Jesus was under the authority of God. The centurion was under the authority of the government. Yes. So the soldiers are obeying me because I have been given what? Authority. The same way, the sickness that is affecting my child, my servant, will obey you because you have been placed under authority over the sickness. And because you obey that authority, sickness automatically what? Will obey you. Yes. So why it is not obeying you? Why it is not obeying you? Because you never obey any authority. Anyway, it's just an advice. Ephesians 4, 6, we have verse 12. Don't have forgotten. Cannot forget the Holy Ghost is within you. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against our principalities. And principalities are what? The highest authority. So Satan divided his kingdom into four. So principalities. The powers take authority from what? Principalities. Then, rulers all take powers from what? Or their authority or permission from what? From the powers. And then what? The spiritual hosts take their... So that's how the ranking is. So the way you are seeing it in the scripture, that is how it is. Are you you with me? Yes. That's how it is. So principalities, they control... They control... um, uh, how, how do I even say it? Continents. Do, do, do you understand? They, they are in charge of continents. Yes. They determine what happens. That's why they are in charge. Let's go. Therefore, take the whole armor of God that you may be able. You may be able. If you are not able to stand, that means that you do not have the armor of God on. When you have the armor of God, you will be able. For instance, you want to jump a wall with your normal sneaker or whatever. But you realize that anytime you try, you fail. Then somebody comes in with a spring foot. That's why you step in 
It springs you to jump. All of a sudden, you are able what? To jump. What does it enable you to jump it? The spring what? Foot. Without that spring foot, you cannot jump the wall. So he's saying that what you could not do when you put on the armor, you'll be able to what? To do it. So he said, you'll be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. He says, stand therefore, having your loins gathered about with truth. That's the first armor. The armor of what? Truth. Truth. He said, and you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. No, the truth shall set you free. We've been saying the truth shall set you free, but the Bible says the truth shall make you free. John 8, 32, right? Having your loins, your loins means your waist. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So bondage is as a result of a falsehood. The more lies you put in your system, the more bondage you will be in. So before we go and attack any Satan or demon or witch or wizard, let's find out how much lies have you accumulated as against the truth. And within the 24-hour period you have, how much truth have you pumped into your spirit? The church is quiet. He said, you shall know the truth. Your freedom is in knowing what? The truth. Your freedom is in knowing the truth. If your freedom, our freedom is in knowing the truth, what effort do we make in knowing the truth? Yes. What effort? What effort are you making in knowing the truth about being what? Free from demonic attacks. Free from what sicknesses and infirmities. What truth? What truth do you know about? What investment are you making to know that truth? Yes. Sometimes I even get so discouraged in the sense in the sense that it's like I should just kind of be doing preaching instead of teaching. Because I go out there, I said those waiting room and all those things, and all this note that they are writing is there. So I'm like, so what did you write? You want to impress me? You, you don't study the Bible. Somebody has studied the Bible for you and simplified it for you and you have written it down in your own understanding. When you finish, you left it. To the next church day. Next church day. So when you leave it today, you will pick that book again on Sunday. That's if you come to church. So tomorrow, Thursday, what happens? Friday, what happens? Saturday, what happens? 
So you realize that the Thursday, the Friday, the Saturday, you are just feeding your system with what? Lies. Then you can't make it. So look at three days. How many hours? Three days. It's how many hours? 72. You come to church for two hours. Two hours. And you think that the two hours can undo the 72 hours? Oh, come on here, my dear. Let's think and think again. Let's think and think again. We are so ashamed. We are so big. We have so, we have so prospered. We have so prospered that we can't carry Bible. Eh? We have so prospered that we can't carry Bible. We can't read Bible. We are so prospered that we cannot sit 20 minutes to read Bible. But our ladies can sit in a salon for hours doing pedicure, manicure, doing their hair. But we cannot sit about bumps down to do Bible study for 20 minutes. December is coming. We are planning against December. How the Christmas should be. But the whole of this year, how much have we invested in your spiritual life? Which new Bible have you seen? Which new Bible? We are quick to buy the newest phone, the newest tablet, the newest whatever. Why would you buy an iPad? Why would you buy a tablet so you can have more resources to study and build yourself up? No. But things that will perish, we are quick to buy them. You get some small business, small money comes to your pocket. The first thing that comes to mind, I have a shoe to buy. There's an outstanding shoe to buy. There's an outstanding dress to buy. There's an outstanding blazer to buy. There's an outstanding hair to buy. There's an outstanding this thing to buy. This, this to buy. This to buy. This to buy. This to buy. And the Bible your grandmother gave you is the same Bible you are using and she died. And let the Bible which is the same one you are using. What truth will you know? What truth will you know? So how do you get your freedom? How do you get your freedom? So we become what? Agents for false prophets to make money out of us. Because we will not study anything. So they will make money out of us. Are you in church? Of course, where are you? You are here? Yes. You are here. Stefan, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, it's true. You can't be lying. <laughs> yeah. The truth. When the enemy says that you are sick, how do you rebut that? What scripture do you have to rebut that you are, you are not seeing? When you can even see an evidence of what the enemy is saying? Which scripture? Can you use to say that it's a lie? Offer. If Jesus in his glory, Satan was not afraid to tempt him. 
You and I live in testing spinters. Eh? I say, if Jesus in his glory, Bible says that, and Jesus is God. Moses just going to be with him for 40 days. When he came, the people couldn't look at his face. Satan was not afraid. He's, he, he, he went close to the guy. And want to make sure that guy fall. He did not do it once. So. He did not do it twice. He continued till he saw him on the cross. They said, yeah, fine, this is what I want. So you and I who visit the Bible once a year. Yeah. Once a year when we are doing the lessons. And you begin opportunity to read one of the lessons. To read one of the lessons. It's even not a crime that we are projecting. It's a crime now that we are projecting. So because we are projecting, now no Bible again. Yeah. No Bible again. If I tell the number of Bibles I have on this on this iPad, you won't believe it. But last year, my birthday, somebody asked me, what do you want for your birthday? I said, I want a hard copy Bible. That's what I want. Hard copy Bible. But I have a lot of Bibles here. A lot. So the one I was here saying, Suke, uh, he, uh, how do you call it? Uh, Zoe. This, it was like, where is this guy coming from? What is all this, okay, Zoe? What, what is all this, this? Yes. But if you can't have good Bibles, when I say okay, you say, ah, that's it. When I say Zoe, yeah, that's it. It's like I'm from the moon. Talking to people in Mercury. Invest in your spirituality, you invest. That's what lasts. That's what matters. Everything will perish. Everything will perish. Yes, I'm not against getting a good house. You should know it by now. I'm not against getting a, 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 one of the best cars. I'm not against it. You should know it by now. But I'm saying that all these things will perish. All these things will perish. It is your investment that will last. That will tell where you will spend eternity. That is what will tell. Even the cars you are talking about. Your spiritual investment will determine whether you will enjoy it or not. And how long will you enjoy it? That's why the rich man, when they get look for money, after looking for money, the next they look for is security. Yes. They get money, the next thing is what? Security. They don't joke with security. They don't joke. They don't joke. Watch Ronaldo and watch Messi. When they are done, you see people around them as though they are officials. They are officials. So those are his bodyguards. Yeah. But they are like officials. Those are bodyguards. So in the midst of the security, the stadium has provided. The team has provided. They have their personal what? Security. Why? Now they are rich. Poor man does have security because there's nothing inside you for, for us to get. There's nothing inside you. And you won't be poor. I said, you will be poor. I said, you will not be poor. Yeah. So they look for security. 
protection, protection. They look for protection. Those who go the Christian way, they have about thousand and one prophets. Thousand and one prophets. Going prophet after prophet, dropping money. Are you praying for me? Are you praying for me? Is everything okay? Blah, blah, blah. No, no. There's a man who has opened a whole office like this and has employed people to pray for him. So they come to work and start to work 8 a.m. and close 5 p.m. They don't do any paperwork. They don't do any computer work. They don't do customer work. All they do is pray. Why? He has money now. So he's afraid. So even the thing you're looking to enjoy without spirituality, you cannot enjoy them. You can't. Because the Bible says you will have houses and all those in what? With persecution. That's what the Bible said. With persecution. Yo. Yo. Stand your ground. Put you on the belt of what? Of truth. The belt is what holds what? Your trousers. It holds your jeans. Yes. So if the belt is not firm, your pants will go down. So if you don't want your pants to go down, you need to get what? A proper belt. And that is the truth. Yes, that's the truth. So I'm telling you that if the devil appears to you in your dream or physically and say forever you remain poor, what scripture do you have to stand against him? Yes. And let me give you a sign. Let me give you a sign. All those dreams you have been having that you lose in the dream. You've been losing the dream. You don't win in the dream. You've been losing or running the dream and all those things. They are all signs that you are not growing spiritually. They are signs that you don't have spiritual authority. That's the meaning. Yes, that's the meaning. Don't go and be asking for interpretation. Don't, don't ask anybody interpretation. I've given you already. Don't ask what I see. No. I'm saying that all the dreams you have been running away, you are losing, is, is just point to one thing. You do not have spiritual authority. Simple. You don't have it. And the body armor of God's was righteousness. God's righteousness. It's an armor. We do not wage war per our righteousness because we don't have one. We wage war based on what the righteousness of God. Yes. So 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21. For he made him who knew no sin to be seen for us that we might become what? The righteousness of God in him. The righteousness of God in him. Romans 5.17 Romans 5.17 For if by one man's offense death reigned through one much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness. So righteousness is a gift. So when the enemy comes against you, accusing you of your righteousness, how will you stand against him? So many of you lost boldness. 
Because you have depended on our righteousness. But the Bible says that our righteousness is like what? A filthy rag. We don't have one. We can never have one. That's why he came to give us his righteousness and took our sin. Let's go back to Ephesians. The next Ammon. Do we have Ephesians chapter 6? I want to explain all. I'm not in a rush. I thought to go to the next point. Is that where we are? What is what? What, what are 14 say? Okay. He said, for shoes, put on the peace that comes from the God, from the good news, so that you'll be what? Fully what? Prepared. Let your shoes be what? The peace of the gospel. Peace of the gospel. Some of you are welcome. Some of you are welcome. Give, give me the uh, King James. And he said, and your face shot with what? The preparation of the gospel of peace. Now, this weapon or this ammon is used or you can use it in two-dimensional way. Without the preaching of the gospel, we cannot break the hold of the devil. Because when you preach the gospel, what are you doing? You are sending out truth. You are sending out what? Light. So the more truth you send, the lesser what? Falsehood loses what? It's what grips. The more light you send, the more darkness loses what? It's what grips on people. So as you say in the gospel, as you say in the gospel that way, what you are saying to the people is that you are driving away darkness out of their life and falsehood out of their lives. So preaching of the gospel is one way to conquer the kingdom of the devil. Conquer the kingdom of the enemy. Now, in your own life, it says that what? With the preparation of what? The gospel of what? Peace. The gospel of peace. Peace. Shoka Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. What is gospel? Good news of what? Peace. 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 You see, if John... 832 says that you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hmm? Let, let me just break it down in a very simplified way. By the grace of God, I have a car, right? Okay. So, Let's say you start to dash your watch. And I say, oh, don't worry, you have it. Don't get worried about it. Eh? You don't get worried. Why don't you get worried? Eh? You know I can afford it. Is that not it? 
So that truth has brought peace into your system. So instead of worrying or jittering or being anxious, you are not. Hello? No, I follow what I'm saying. I'm saying that the truth or your knowledge that Apostle can easily give me watch. You, you understand? Yes, yeah, Apostle can easily give me watch. It, it is even now I've been slowed down on some of these things. Some, some time ago, I would come to church and say, like, I like your suit. Oh, really? Okay, no problem. Yeah. If I have a change of clothes, I just change it and I give it out. Yeah. So I said, I like your watch. Okay, remove it. They remove it, I go. Yeah. One time someone said, I like your shoe. I just gave my shoe and I drove home with my socks. And the guy was shocked. He said, Apostle, you go and then the following doesn't know. You take it now. And he was shocked. But what I'm saying is that your knowledge, the truth you know, that he can easily give you this, put that kind of peace in your heart. You are rest assured. You know someone who can, I mean, whenever you speak, money issues, it just, it just does it like that. Then there's an issue. Let's say the last time you spoke to him about some money issue was about 100,000. Before you could say Jack, he just did it. Then there's another issue against about 5,000. And he says that, oh, don't worry. When I come, I'll sort it out. Do get worried. Do get jittery. What? Why? Because you have a certain truth. You have a certain knowledge. That truth, that knowledge has brought you a peace into what? Your heart. So what am I driving at? What am I driving at? When you have that gospel, the truth in your heart, when you go to pray, you, when you go to pray to God concerning something, you will not remain jittery. You will not remain worried because you know who you are praying to. So the peace surrounds your heart. So when people are worried, you are not worried. Like Paul said, I know whom I have been what? I have trusted. So I am fully persuaded. Fully persuaded. Fully persuaded. So he, he came and said that, be anxious for nothing. Philippians 4, is it verse 6? Can you please go there? Not Philippians. You are close. You are inefficient, so you are close. Beautiful. He said, fret not about anything. Fret not. Give us another version. Do not fret. Okay. Have or have any anxiety. How about NLT? Okay, you hold on, hold on, hold on with this. I like this. Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. 
But in every circumstance and in everything, by prayer and petition, what's the petition? Definite request. Definite what? Request. Well, so when he say, oh God, bless me. Bless me. You've said nothing. When he say, God, let your will be done. Let your will be done. Let your will be done. You've said nothing. You better start singing, twinkle, twinkle, little star, whatever. Start, start singing it. Yes. Or better start saying that, rain, rain, go away. Go and come. And you have more profit in saying those things than going to stay, stand there for hours and say, let your will be done. Let your will be done. Let your will be done. Which of the wheels? Or oh, let's finish the Amplify first, please. Then we'll come back here. He said that by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. And look at verse 7. And God's word, peace, peace shall be yours. Peace shall be yours. Peace shall be yours. Peace shall be yours. So, the enemy comes to you and says that, oh, that leg that you prayed against, that pain is not gone. You know God so much well that you are not moved by what you see. You are moved by your faith. So, there's peace in your heart. You don't get tossed about by a, a strange voice that comes to you and say that this will not work. It's like, hey, this it will not work. Hey, this it. No, 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 no. 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 That's the level Paul got to. When Agabus told him, the one whose schedule is this, as he goes to Rome, this is what will happen to him. Paul said, listen to me. <laughs> the life I live now, the life I live now is Christ. Me, me. I'm crucified a long time ago. So I'm not just ready to be in prison. I'm ready to even die now. In fact, me, Nakranu, I've been contemplating whether to be here or to go. But because the people I have here, that's why I'm still here. So if it is in prison, me, forget it. But I see, when I also said the scripture carefully, I realized that somebody once said that Paul's youthful exuberance led him to prison. But that's his revelation. But I also believe strongly that if Paul had not entered the prison, maybe the books we have today wouldn't have had them. Maybe. Because most of the books we have came out of prison. When he was in prison. He never had time to be writing because he was moving from place to place preaching. He was so zealous to take the gospel everywhere so he never gave more time to writing. But when he was in prison, confined at one place, then he began to write. He began to write. Philemon, Philippians, Timothy, all those, then he began to write. So had he not entered that place, Maybe, just maybe, that's my belief. Just maybe. So I do not really think that it was his youthful exuberance. I don't believe that. But I believe that it was the purpose of God. So today, we can have what we have today. Yes. We can have what we have today. Go to verse 8. For the rest, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reverence and is honorable and simile, 
Whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious. If there's any virtue and excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think on and weigh and take account of these things. Fix your minds on them. Then verse 9. Practice what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me and model your way of living on it. And the God of peace again. The God of peace again. The God of peace again. Back to Ephesians. Well, 15 or 16. We are finished 15. 16. They say, above all, take the shield of faith. Wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. You see, those of you who like action movies or adventure movies, especially adventure movies, okay, what do you see the the, is it the archers they call them? The archers. Yeah. They this arrow before they throw, they put it in fire and then they throw it. You see, that's what he's calling the fiery darts. So it's not just an arrow coming, coming to you, it's coming to a fire at the same time. So even when you miss the effect of the arrow, you will not miss the effect of the fire. Then he's telling us that. What can quench that thing? What can stop that thing? It's your faith. Your faith. Your faith. When we talk about faith, it's like faith, and at all times, carry faith as a shield. For with it, you'll be able to put out all the burning arrows. Yes. All the burning arrows by the evil one. Faith can put out what? All the burning arrows of what? The evil one. Faith. What is faith? Yes. What is faith? We know Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 has defined it for us. That's faith, right? Yes. But I have defined faith simply. Yes. Simply. What is faith? Your unwavering stand about the truth. That's faith. Your unwavering stand about the truth. That's faith. Yes. Unwavering stand. This is where I am. I'm not moving. That's your faith. Yes. I'm not moving. I'm not moving. Unwavering. Persuaded. Fully persuaded. That's your faith. That's faith. So many of us will be exercising faith. You see, you see a lady, you are so much in love with the lady. Anything they say, you say, this is who I am. No matter what you do to Votarians, they won't change from NDC. No matter what you do to Ashantis, they won't change from MPP. That's their faith. Unwavering what? Faith. So they may get angry with NDC. But don't vote for MPP. They would rather not vote. Ashantis will get angry with MPP, but don't vote for NDC. They would rather not vote. And they'll be showing it. 
It is what? Their unwavering words stand with regards to the truth. As far as they are concerned, MPP is the one that can de develop the country for them, make their lives all better. As far as they are concerned, NDC is the one that can develop their lives and make their lives all better. So no matter what you say, no matter crazy, before one day said that you always, even if you tie the road with gold, you will still not change your mind. Yeah, he said it. Yeah. That's how he started the, the, the Dominion Road. That road was supposed to end at Sugarcoffer. The letter continued, he stopped. They stopped. They said, These guys, you give them gold, don't change their mind. NDC. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Mahaba went to Mama went to Ashanti and gave the KJT. They started insulting him. Our shots were even bigger than what you came to put here. What, what, what is this? So your unwavering stand with the truth. That is what faith. So when you don't know the truth, you can't have faith. You cannot exercise faith. That is why the word of God is very key. Spending time with the word, knowing what the word of God says is very key. Very key. Let me show you something in Isaiah 51, verse 12. 12 down. I'll show you something. Maybe give us NLT or something. This is also okay. It's okay. You keep this version. Isaiah 51, verse 12. I, even I, I am he who comforts you. Who are you that you are, you what? That you fear mere mortals. Human beings. Who are but what grass? This is God talking to us now, right? This is God talking. This is God talking to us now. He said, who are you that you fear mere mortals? Human beings who are what? But grass. Continue. I am the one comforting you. What are you afraid of? Or who? Some man or woman who will soon be dead? Some poor red destined for dust. You've forgotten me. You've forgotten me, God. Who made you? Who unfolded the skies? Who founded what? The earth. Give us the King James for that. This is best. I love this one. The, the King James. No, the, even uh, New King James. And you forgot the Lord your maker who stretched out the heavens. No, when you read something like this, what happens to you? Eh? No, what, what happens to you? This is it that the Lord your maker, the one who stretched the heavens, he stretched. Eh? He stretched like a blanket, stretch, he stretched the heavens. He stretched the heavens. And who is that person to you? He's your maker. He's your comforter. As though it is not enough, he has come to live in you. Hey. 
They say, and I laid the foundations of the earth. If you go down this building, we are going to see the foundation of this building. But can you see the foundation of the earth? But he has laid it. It's not shaking. The plane is, according to science, they say the earth is round. Right? The plane is moving inside the, the round thing. It's not shaking. Thunder is striking. It's not shaking. The sea, the troublesome sea, is inside the round thing. It's not shaking. You are inside a train. It's not shaking. It's still like that. Volcano and things are moving. It's not shaking. It's still like that. So what kind of foundation has God built so much that the earth is not shaking? That's the man who is your maker. You have feared continually every day because of the fury of the oppressor. When he has prepared to destroy and where is the fury of the oppressor? Listen to me. You who follow after righteousness, you who seek the Lord, look to the rock from which you were healed and to the hole of the pit from which you were dug. Look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah who bore you. Oh. That's why I, I was wondering why, it's like I've said this to you before. I think we're around verse 13 now. <laughs> it got carried away. <laughs> okay, now verse 14. <laughs> the captive Ezra hastens that he may be what? Be loosed. That he should not die in the pit and that his breath should not what fail. But I am the Lord your God who divided the sea, whose waves roared. The Lord of hosts is his name. It's his sin. And I put my words in your mouth. I've covered you with the shadow of my. You don't even believe it. When you know this truth that you have been covered, who is that Jujuma who will say, I'm taking you to the shrine? Who? That he's taking you to the shrine. He said, there is the word of God. He said, I have covered you with the shadow of my palm. The same Isaiah 49. He said, I have tattooed you in my palm. I have tattooed you. I have engraved you in my palm. What, 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 come, what becomes of you after reading something like this? What moves within you? How do you begin to see God? After reading something like this. How does your prayer life change. After reading something like this. How does your character outside there. Confronting issues. Change after reading something like this. I was telling you when I found this scripture last week. There was an issue I was handling. I took a different turn to the issue. And I got a faster response. I got a faster response. Look at verse 17. Awake. Awake. Stand up. Oh, Jerusalem. 
You have drunk at the hand of the Lord the cup of his fury. You have drunk the dregs of the cup of trembling and drained it out. There's no one to guide her among all the sons she has brought forth. Nor is there any who takes her by the hand among all the sons she has brought up. Let's go back to uh, Ephesians. Our time. Let me finish all the apple. So, my dear, exercise your faith, okay? Exercise your faith. Exercise your faith. Fear has taken over us because we have left the word of God. So we keep developing fear. And fear, guess what? Emboldened all the time. Becomes strengthened all the time. Faith is like building your natural muscles when you go to the gym. The more you exercise your faith, the more you are building it up. The more you are building it up. So it's not just hearing the word of God. You must also build it up by the usage and guess, guess what? Listen, listen something. You see, all the people that were fantastically described by Jesus with regards to faith, they were all not born again. Did you know that? We just read about a centurion who says, I have not seen such a great faith. He wasn't born again. He was not born again. The woman in Mark, where he said that, even the crumbs fall from the table. If you say I'm a dog, the, the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the table. So you give him the crumbs. She says, what kind of faith is this? What kind of great faith is this? She wasn't born again. The disciples that they were told that little faith, ye of what? Little faith. As a result of the shipwreck in Mark chapter 4 and all those things, they were all not born again. When I was writing about this, this about faith in my book, I was asking, look, so this little faith, Great faith. All these things. Are they types of faith? He said, no. There are not types of faith. I said, they are what? He said, it is the usage. Your usage will determine whether it is great or small. It's the usage. It's not time. But he has given faith to us. The faith came with the gospel. It is the usage of the faith. So if you check all the people that they were described, small faith, little faith, great faith, and all those things, it was the usage, how they use their faith. How they use their faith. But today, you and I, we are born again. We have the Holy Ghost inside of us. Look, it's about for taking a shield of faith. It means a Taking the great shield of faith. Or taking what? A faith of. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Small shield of faith. Or shield of what? Great faith. Or shield of what? Medium faith. Shield of what? Little faith. It's a faith. That's it. The same Hebrew said that now faith is. He never said great faith is. Small faith. He said faith is. Faith is. So the usage, the usage, is the same way we have our brain. We said this, I drink us here. 
Oh, Ajinkesie. This big brain. This small brain. Why do we say big brain? Why do we say small brain? The usage. How the person use the brain? He said, Charlie, this one, uh, big brain. It brain be Big brain. Yeah. But if he does not so use it a certain way, he said, ah, chicken brain. What do you drink? Chicken brain. So it is a usage. It's a usage. Let's go on. All the fiery darts of the wicked one. And take the helmet of what? Salvation. The helmet of what? Salvation. Makota Kraste Bahari. Ishadiatakofa Kamahando Orobo Sefrede. Ikaluata Kalamahande Besene Bahari. Robo shaka falu sakranga ne miota ika falu sefrede la kuku kusheke ne kianta kasori kema. See, he said, take the helmet of what salvation. Why? Protect your head. Protect what your head. Protect your head. Protect your head. Protect your head. Protect your head. Why? Transformation is there. And not being transformed also is there. So protect your head. When the thing sits inside your head for a long time, it goes down into your heart. Then you become it. It is the brain that filters what must be there and what must not be there. That's why Paul, in Romans chapter 12, let's go there quickly. Romans 12 verse 1. See what Paul said. The only time Paul had to beg the people was regards what? The brain. I beseech you, brethren, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Watch it. And do not be conformed to this word, but be ye transformed by the renewing of where your mind the renewal of your mind. Joyce Meyer says that the battlefield of what is the mind. The renewing of the mind. That's where they throw the thoughts. Then you begin to meditate upon it. Meditate upon it. The longer you meditate, it goes down into your heart. Then you begin to what? Act it. You begin to act it. You begin to say it. So the entrance of the heart is the brain. The ear hears something, it goes into the mind for processing. The eye sees something, it goes into the mind for processing. The body feels something, it goes into the mind for processing. But acting it comes into your heart. That's why it has stayed long in your mind. So Paul said, Paul said, transform your mind so that what goes into your heart can produce a better you. Because it says that guard your heart for out of your heart are the issues of life. But the issues started with the mind. See, in, in, uh, in Isaiah, where he gave the seven spirit, 
Is it Isaiah 6 or 7? At 9. Isaiah 11. When he gave the, the, the spirits. Let me show you something there. Go, go there. Let me show you something. Let's account for Okay. Let's account for a rod from the stem of Jesse. And a branch shall grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Let's start counting. The spirit of the Lord. That's one. Eh? The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of understanding. The spirit of counsel. The spirit of might. The spirit of knowledge. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. Seven. So seven, right? Good. You've counted seven. Is that not it? Seven spirits, is that not it? Good. The spirit of wisdom affects where? Hello? It's about where? Your mind. The spirit of understanding is where? Okay. The spirit of counsel is where? The spirit of knowledge is where? So there's seven. How many is for the mind? Four. So out of the seven spirits, four is dedicated to just the mind. So when he said, take the what? The helmet of salvation. Your mind is as important as your heart. And many of us, where we are today, the actions we take, the actions we do not take, is as a result of what? The faculty of our mind. What you have loaded in our minds, the, our thinking. Our thinking. Our thinking. How do you even picture yourself? How, what is the mental picture you have about yourself? Yes. What's the mental picture you have about yourself? So when the Bible says, take on the helmet of salvation, what is trying to let us understand? Take charge of your mind. Decide what goes into your mind and decide what does not go there. Decide. Be intentional about it. Because if the negative things go there, they will become you. If the right things also go into your mind, they will become you. Is someone listening? Is someone listening to me? So when he said that, take on the helmet of salvation. Take it on. Wear it. Wear the helmet of salvation. Wear the helmet of salvation. How do you wear the helmet of salvation? You wear it by exposing your mind to positivity. Exposing your mind to the word of God. Exposing your mind to trans- transformative words. Things that will impact your life. You expose your mind to it. So when the enemy comes with something negative, there will be no room in your mind for that thing to settle. There will be no room. There will be no room. You have so educated your mind. Many of us, we, we keep on educating our mind. Educating our mind that even headache, it doesn't occur to you to pray first. The first thing is you, you begin to scan the shelves of a pharmacy. That's the first thing that comes to mind. You begin to scan the shelves of a pharmacy. About three weeks ago, let me, let me say a month. In the night, I was called. What's the problem? 
I said, I just closed church. And I heard a cry at the background. What was it? My daughter was not feeling well. And they said, they've rushed her to a pharmacy and they'll be giving her injection. I said, I won't take injection. Call daddy to pray for me. Then my boy also said, let me pray for her. Or call daddy to pray for her. And it will go. Yeah. And they said, no. Yes, we believe in prayer, but you let's give you the injection first. They said, no. It became Chumamichi. So the people have to, I was here at the background. Is the father a pastor? He said, eh, ah, pastor, I'm bad here. Meanwhile, the person who led them to go to the, to the pharmacy for the injection every morning with a goggle like this. What is a goggle? Every morning. With goggle. Every morning. Every morning. Read it by. I am nowhere. The first thing, pharmacy. So, what have you reading? What do you do with what you read? What do you do with what you read? It never occurred to you. But you see, we read, we read that Timothy is who he, he is because of the grandmother Eunice. The grandmother. Not the grandfather, the grandmother Eunice. So, everybody made this thing. Have you, have you seen the doctor? What did the doctor say? What did the doctor say? Why won't you ask what did Jesus say? So what is Jesus saying about this one? Doctor has spoken. What is Jesus also saying about this? But you see, we have developed the mind. So the mind doesn't know Jesus. The mind knows Dr. Asari. The mind knows Dr. Kunedu. The mind never knows Dr. Jesus. Never knows Dr. Jesus. So with all the Holy Ghost inside of you, you cannot lay a simple hand for malaria to go. With all the Holy Ghost inside of you. With your Christianity for all these years, you cannot lay. And a small girl become a witch for one week. He will start killing grandmothers, killing people in the house. You have become a Christian for years, decades. You, are, you have MBA in Christianity. MBA, me bahache. You have MBA in Christianity. You cannot lay a simple hand. A simple hand. A simple hand for malaria. A simple hand for malaria. A simple hand. A five-year-old who just ate egg and became a witch. I said, killing already. I said, draining blood already. Can you pick your phone? Pastor, That's happened again. <laughs> I don't want to call you, but what has gotten to have to call you? <laughs> I prayed. I prayed. I prayed. But you see, as for you, 
You have a seat before God. So you play fiam, it will go fiam. MPA. Church, heaven is sad. Yes. Heaven is sad. Heaven is sad. That's the Sunday I was telling you people in the office. That after three years of handling this church, I feel I have failed. We have not been able to produce a son or a daughter. I met Reverend Philip in 2004, July. 2005, he was transferred. There were people there before I got there. When he got transferred, I took over the prayer. People said, oh, he has been transferred, won't come for prayer. So they came and they were standing by the wall to the church to see whether he came to come and lead the prayer to go back and all those things. Then they started hearing the voice, oh, he is back. Only to get the that he was not the one. They heard my voice like his voice. They are in, they can't go back, so they have to stay. But by the time we were done, a prayer should close at nine. We were closing 1 a.m. consistently. Yeah. 1 a.m. consistently. Just this afternoon, one of our not this morning, this morning, the one I was praying, the Lord reminded me, said, Philip, rise, 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 rise. Because I remember one of the prayer days, one of the prayer days, they brought a lifeless child. A lifeless child. They were sat from the hospital. They said, you are, the child is dead. You are not bringing the child to us. Get out! And they remember that there's a prayer being that's going on. And they brought the child there. We were closing. I said, let's try. We surrounded the child. So praying. Then a lady manifested. and said, if you try to bring this child back, we'll take your two sisters. But I said, if God can bring this one back, I cannot protect my two sisters. Then why am I serving him? That's my response to him. I began to pray. Church, by the grace of God, the child just coughed. Like that. A lady who just slept woke up with all the eyes red. Everything red. Everything red. You could see the black smoke, everything red. With tears. Tears like that. Tears like that. They went to hospital after hospital, used all the medicines, all the diagnosis. They can't find anything. Came to the premise. I was looking at him, head like this. I said, she fell. By the time she woke up, the eye cleared. I was in Red Phillips Church and I was ministering. These people were with me, dear uncle with me. They said, listen, Philippo, the grace you caught is from me. But let me tell you today, you have taken it to a different realm and I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Less than a year. Less than a year. I took the mantle. Less than a year. Less than a year. I took the month. Three years now. Three years. When I came to Tessie Fresh, 
I don't know if she remembered those days. But I didn't even know you were. I didn't even in school or something. They were calling me deliverance champion. I said, I'm tired of deliverance. I'm out. They go do deliverance. It's not working. Then they bring the people to my office. But I was handing youth. They bring them to the office there. I said, okay, Charlie, we'll do it. The, the person leaves the office not with the demons again. They, they leave over there the demons. I was in, at work. Some people were in the community doing deliverance. It was not working. In fact, the pastors who started ran away. The pastors who started the deliverance, they ran away. They, said they, they were the guys manifesting. You know? Hey. Started beating them. They ran away. The second batch of pastors went there and said, No, this thing, Reverend Philip is good. Let's call him. I have to move from Adabraka all the way to Tamakomji 3. I said, where, where is he? He said, he's upstairs. He's beating everybody. I said, okay, let's go. They led me inside, by the way, at the door. Just in case. Yeah. Just in case. The first group of pastors, they were, they, they, they were even downstairs. They were down, down, down. You go, there is up. You, you, you go and deal with him. As to the spirit that is with him, we don't know. Yeah. When I entered and I saw him like this, I said, oh, This is a vulgar spirit. I said, This is a vulgar spirit. So, this is what people are right now. Please get up. I looked at him like this. I said, Can you touch me? I said, Can you touch me? Can you touch me? I don't touch me. And I did like this. To the ground. He couldn't get out. He got out the demons leaving me. I, I begged and I said, you everybody come up, come up. He's free now, come up. When they came and they saw the guy sitting down there. Cool. I was asking, what happened to me? What's happening here? Why, why, why is everybody here? They said, so what did you do? I said, I didn't do I just prayed. I just prayed. I just prayed. Guys, the way you are seeing me, that's not how I am. I've been told not to build a church on miracle this day. I've been told to build it on teaching. That's what I'm doing. What I'm doing. So you think I'm some cool, phlegmatic, sanguinous guy? I'm a very rough guy. Buga buga guy. Yeah, I slap people. Yeah. Slap people. Mark 16, 17. Mark 16, 17. Let me show you why heaven is sad. Why heaven is sad. Let's, let's go back. Go back to 15. Go back to 15. And he said to them, go into all the world. Go and preach the gospel to every creature. Go and preach. Then watch. Then he said that he who believes and is baptized is saved. But he who does not believe will be what condemned. So when you go out there and you go and preach, I meet this gentleman. I said, Do you know Jesus? He said, No. Okay. I preach to him, Jesus. I lead him to Christ. So please stand. Say, Lord Jesus, today I believe you are the Son of God who died and you rose from the grave. I believe you are my Father. 
and I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Amen. He said, this gentleman who just said this thing, the way you will know that now he's a Christian is this. He said, this signs will follow those who believe, not believed. The new creature immediate for you I met you on the street and you receive Christ for your house to know you are born again for your house to know you are not a Christian he said these are the signs that will follow those who believe in my name they will cast out devils so your auntie grandmother who was a witch before he left home after he became born again by going back you can lay hands on that person and cut the devil out that's what I'm saying They shall speak with what? Newtons. The Newtons should even tell you that. He's talking about the newborn being. The newborn. So these are the signs. But to follow those who believe. Not those who believed. Those who believe. You believe now. You want to know. It's like a woman who is pregnant. How will you know that she's pregnant? The way she walks. Pregnant symptoms. Spitting. Eating just anything. Appetite for just anything or appetite for nothing. These are the signs we will know that a woman is what? Pregnant. Or insulting. Or just getting angry. Unnecessarily. Everything gets her angry. Even when they are joking, she gets angry. And they will send you that eh, there's, there's a watcher in Tabacomity 1. Tabacomity 1, side 20. There's a watcher there. I want that watcher. Then you drive all the way from Dungwa to Tabacomity 1, side 20 to go and buy a watcher and come back home. They say, uh, I don't feel like eating that watcher again. There, there's, there's some Coke in Teshi Mami. That's what me I want to drink. Then you drive out Teshi Mami. You go and buy the Coke and come. They say, no, 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 no. I want to eat KFC. But the KFC, no, I want to eat Ashama 1. Ashama KFC. Meanwhile, KFC is KFC, but I said they want to eat Ashama KFC. You go to Ashama, you go and buy Ashama KFC and come back. They say, no, I want Madina Aouza Coco. Madina Aouza Coco, that's what I want to drink now. They go to Madina and go and buy Aouza Coco. Why? She is pregnant. These are the signs to know she's pregnant. How are we going to know you are born again? How are we going to know you are a Christian now? He said, in my name, don't cast out devils. They will speak with new tongues. And if they take, they'll take our serpent. And if they drink any deadly thing. If they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. So it means that if you were a nurse, a doctor makes a mistake and inject you with something wrong, it will not hurt you. Because you have Zoe. You have to weigh a life that cannot be subjected to defeat, a life that cannot be subjected to human errors. No, so way. Let's go out there. Let them know you are born again. Let's go out. Let them know you are born again. I told you before. When a neighbor son was crying midnight. And that neighbor didn't know I was a pastor because she leaves home very early and comes back very late. And another neighbor said, Oh, there's a pastor ahead of you. 
They called me, I came down. What's the problem? They said that the boy has not been sleeping. Every night, every night, every night. I took him to a pastor. The pastor went to bath him and we bought anointing oil. Uh, anointing oil for 500 Ghana That's 2011. No? 500 Ghana is anointing oil. Natana Borges was one CD or two CDs or something. They bought his 500 Ghana series because prayer was made on it. But 500 and nothing happened. Five million, nothing happened. So we don't know what to do again. I said, you have oil in the house? I said, I don't have oil. I said, ah, don't you cook? I said, I cook. So fried tow or something. He said, oh, fried tow, I have plenty. I just finished cooking. I said, the one you finished cooking, bring it. They brought the fried tow from the frying pan. He said, just give me a little. Korabahata. Imanose. Kiriyatonomu hakabahate. First of all, do you want to sleep like a baby? He said, yes, I'm tired. I said, okay. Then I lay my hands on the baby. I lay the hands on the mother. I prayed for them and I left. I slept. They all slept. Don't tell I woke up. I went to work. I came back. The woman was standing at my door. He said, Pastor, you overdid, the, you, you overdid it. I said, what did I overdo? I said, I woke up at 10. I couldn't go to work. The boy couldn't go to school. We woke up at 10. You, you, you overdid it. I said, but I said, what do you sleep like a baby? Baby sleep and then wake up at their own time. That was the last time we ever heard the baby, the boy, cry that again. That was the last time. Then she said, so the oil that I bought for five million couldn't do anything. Not knowing that my fried toy in my frying pan can do something. I said, yes. It is a prayer that changed the oil, not the oil anything. If you were the one called at that time, midnight, come and pray, what would you have said? Oh, really? Okay. Uh, I'm sure he's not hot. His uh, stomach, temperature, his right temperature, eh? Okay, get, get towel. Get towel. Let's put the water and put on him. Eh? Did he eat something today? You have become a doctor. Meanwhile, you did visual art. Meanwhile, you did visual art. Now you have become a doctor. Uh, I think that. I think he has something that is, I think the stomach is troubling him. So you start asking the boy, stomach, stomach? Ah, oh, I think the stomach. I think the, do you have grab water? The person is not a baby, you ask for grab water. Then let him drink small grab water. Let him drink grab water small. But has he eaten the whole day? What did he eat in school? Hey, just pray and stop those questions. You are not doing science and mass quiz. Pray. Or you will say, give me two days. Um, give me two days. I'm seeing the rents. Mm. Mm. The class are not good. Mm. Hey, do you know your house is very strong? Then you say yes. Because it's a common thing for Africans. Every house is strong. So do you know your house is very strong? Mm. 
You see, that complication we're having during the pregnancy, eh? they didn't want you to give birth, and you gave birth, so now they want to kill them. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Yes, 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 yes. It's coming. Yes, yes, it's coming. It's coming. Mm, mm. Mm, mm. Mm. You know what? Um, hmm. So it it has been doing happening for how long? Five years. Mm. It is actually seven years ago. Just that the, the early two years it was not, not that. Mm. Mm. Give me this. Mm. And um, you said five years. You need uh, you need to swim to the grace. You need to swim to the grace. So five hundred thousand. 500 Ghana cities, 5 million, something. Something 5. But not 5 cities. And then, uh, not 50 Ghana cities. Um, drop it. Yes. I want to leave, I want to surround him with this grace. So that when I come back, I can come in. You see, I'm seeing that it's not just your son. It's not just your son. It's you. And I realized that after your son is to go to you, that it's moving. So, give 1,005 to cover everybody. Rise to your feet. <laughs> rise to develop yourself. Eh? I'm not saying you don't need your pastor. You need your pastor. Yes, you need your pastor. Your pastor will play a role in your life. But I'm saying that if you can also develop yourself, it is only something that is beyond your grace. That's where your pastor will come in. Yes. But the, uh, how do you call it? Kindergarten and uh, crutch, class one, class two, you should be able to handle those things. You should be able to handle those things. I told you here when I brought my younger brother, they showed him to pay. Yeah. You know to pay. Yeah. And he thought it was a joke. Shouting like an animal. Give him the phone and talk to him. He couldn't talk. He was just shouting like an animal. I said, no, well, let me pray for him. 
which in the time don't need to. They said they said they are taking him to some church, I said, which church? Where the brother is a pastor. Bring let me clear that thing. They came, they were in the car. I was on Jitro. I was in what? I was having my meetings, girl. Yes. Why? Peace. As a result of a certain truth that I have. Because I have spoken over his life, you cannot go beyond what I've said. By the time he came to my office, I said, the train took me. I'll kill all those in your body right now. You're free. Give me oil. Put some on your tongue. Let's swallow it. Can you drink water now? Drink water. He said, I can drink water. Can you eat? Say, I can eat. Can you walk and walk now? You enter into your room. There's no fun. There's no air conditioning. He's shaking like this. But after the prayer, he said, I'm feeling warm. Oh, a prophet is not respected in this whole house. So when you go to your hmm, that's I'm not able to operate my house. Oh, Use the power. Bishop the post brother was mad. They called him, he drove there. They said, carry him into my car and let me see the demon of madness that can enter into my car. The guy entered the car, he became okay. No prayer. He became okay. They took him to the hospital for him to be checked. The doctor said, what is wrong with you? He said, please doctor, point of correction. Say, what was wrong with me? He said, hey, I thought you said you were mad. I said, who was mad? Say, ask me what was, not what is. What was? Point of correction, doctor. Yeah. They check themselves, Charlie, the guy is 100%. They say, I don't even know why they brought him because I'm 100%. No prayer. Sit in my car. No, I did a fetish priest moved from Teshi and came to church and said, the choir is owing. If he lives here without the money, if he lives here without the money, he gets home. That will be it. I said, the service whistles. So I'll advise you. I'm praying now. I'll advise you. Because he said we should be useless. If you go, don't mention my name in your shrine. Because you mention my name, you will go. And for information, we will not pay. What the quality that told you is true. It is from me. I said, we will not pay. So I'm telling you, we will not pay. If I don't get the money, I get to my shrine. I said, get to your shrine. Just make sure you don't mention my name. After some years, I went for an engagement. He was the MC. Yeah. Yeah, he was the MC. Special market. He was the MC. And I was there to officiate the engagement. Engagement come where do come outdoor. I was there. I said, Do you remember me? So, oh, Pastor, in I know you, Pa. I know you. I remember you. <laughs> he said, I remember you, Pa. Yeah, he couldn't mention my name. Try it. Yes. But you say, hey, Charlie, he, he will do something. Touch people. The, the, the Jew is still, so let's pay. Let's pay. Be free. Pay. 
stone threatening God. Go out there and do exploit. I said, go out there and do exploit. Go out there and let them know that you have the Holy Ghost inside of you. And stand your grounds and say, you foul spirit. The next time you see me open my mouth, you fry. Let them know you are around. Enough of behaving like a cat, if not a rabbit. You are a lion, bro. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, say amen. Hey, time is gone. Sit down. Let's give off here. Lift your off here. Let's give up. Time is gone. Don't worry. I'm doing something. I'll finish right now. We listen. University were, were troublesome. There was a guy who had a vision about me. I said, tell me, say, oh, no, 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 I can't tell you. I said, hey, you are keeping my vision. Okay. Tell me, oh, no, I can't tell you. I said, may the angels God has given to me lash you whilst you're on bed. That was it. Early morning, 6 a.m., my dog, bang, 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 I came out. So what's the problem? Tell them to stop. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. This is what I saw. I said, who to stop? He said, they should last me. They last me. Tell them to stop. I'll tell you. He's a grown-up man. He's older than me. A lady said, every day you wake up, you are going to pray. Every day you wake up, you are going to pray with women. I know she are going to have sex. I said, he was, she was upstairs. I said, if you open your mouth again, you'll be cops. If you open your mouth and address me again, you become cops. Open it now. You will come down flat. You become cops. A guy from the cater in the hostel. They say I'm leaving before Bishop comes. Monday, Christo, Agatha, Lo, Shepherde, Ikalia, Kalo, Safra, Dekema, Ando, Sutaka, Palosa. When Mankesin planting church, a fetish priest came with the with the how do you call that The staff shaking himself. He said he's coming from the strongest shrine in Mankesin, coming to threaten us. A referee was engaging him. Talk with him and all that. So I said, and I came out. I looked at him. Sir, Pachopi, Pachopi, Usa Bahamu de Mabu. Simple. Mim Bomba, Mabu. Simple. Usa Bahamu de Mabu, flat. Those days I use flat a lot. Ubad, Mabu, flat. And found nine Sifi Abdu, Ubadu, and Nakacho, me bomb by me, Melbu flat. Philippo, you, you let me, let me listen to I said, No, you're not listening to him. I said, Usa Bahadu, and Melbu flat. Away. 
Non, ah oui. Mais vous flatte. Alors, la petite. Et on se dit que. Il a Il a Il a Preaching like this, and I was told somebody has come to the church and beat one of my daughters. I dropped They gave them welcome address, welcome address, except me. Yeah. The week we came, all of them fell sick, except me. Everybody, including the bishop. Everybody said, oh, it's a welcome address. So everybody will get there. I said, me? No lie. No lie. Paris, my only deal. You must be part of physically. You must be part of spiritually. Yes. You must be. You watch. Watch. You start hearing things. This Nancy and my girl who have been misbehaving here, I'm just watching them. And then I want to pray, and God will say, the people depending on them, think about that, think about that, think about that. So, yeah, think about it. Father, thank you. Makota. Vlenda kasori bahata. Shakuri atana mahamoto sekwebe. Karon shali bahata kusari For Isaiah said that I and the children you have given unto me, they are for signs and wonders. Today raise these people. Raise these people. Spiritually and physically. That there will be the lions on the ground and the eagles in the air. Mahoto fati kasari down ground the wind in the air the wind ratu fate ipagoso talita ataro sefende karo shakapa alia akiri wa shofende plantene mwonde Jesus name say amen Emperor, stop looking at me in a certain way. I'm a pastor. I'm born again. Huh? <laughs> What's right? I said, Reverend Philip is going chasing the guy. <laughs> hey! Hey, Charlie! One day someone was misbehaving her head and neck like this. Get up. I was taking a person to the wall like this. And they held me. About six people stopped me. Fast, fast people. I threw two out before. Before they were about to stop me. 
By the time the neck was over, and let's go the neck, there was a problem. Hold the devil like that. Hold him like that in anger. Hold him like that in anger. Crush him to the wall. Crush him to the wall. Can you understand what I'm saying? Crush him to the wall. Late 2006, let me tell you this. Some of you know it. I got calls from the Portal region. Your name has been taken to Nogoko. And I said, I'm laughing. They said, We are telling you serious things and you're laughing. Then I kept saying, Uh huh. Now you, you have not come to yourself. I said, I'm not quite because I'm afraid. I'm quite because I'm pitying those who took my name there. So come down. Let's, let's go and see them and beg that and me. Beg. The fear. Suffer by the grace of God. They are all his feet. By the grace of God. They are all his feet. All of them who took my name, they are all his feet. Not one is me alive. By the grace of God. 2006. How many years now? Eh? 17 years, right? I'm still alive. They are all his feet now. By the grace of God. They are cut. <laughs> there was a woman I said, "Me bo beka hello." I said, "Me bo asu beka hello." The grace. Office open. 